Previously on the Adventures of the Mightiest Pen. Is it hot in here or is it just me? You are going to see on the other side of the room an opening. Strong orc arms were made to yeet gnomes. <laughs> I thought you were going to carry me across. All the stairs. Seeks, the walls are closing in on you. Seeks, can you hear me? It says, don't linger. <sighs> Trace, we got to open that door. But you guys have now found yourself in a round room. Oh my god, you're Alive. She's a babe. The dryad is a total babe. Hi, guys. Ah, oh, your grace. Are you Prince Lagos? Give me one good reason that I should not kill all of you here and now. Everyone is going to see him pull out a white feather. I do not sense any evil. It's a treant. Hello. Then she, she will, will give you her heart. Agnes. <laughs> What's good, my girl? On the very bottom of the arena, is an ancient red dragon. Uh, something I will clarify about that platform um, is that when I said central, I, I meant less that it's like in the very middle of the room and more that it is around like the edge of the sphere, like halfway up. Okay. So you guys have entered the spherical room with the glowing orb at the top of the sphere and the dragon toward the bottom. It has noticed you guys as soon as you walked in and it has lifted its head toward you. What are you guys doing at this point? Staring at the dragon. <laughs> yes, I think Trace is there too. She's just... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much there too. Everybody roll insight. Insight? Clickety clackety. I roll two insight, not attacky. Oh my god, I rolled a net one! <laughs> oh. oh no. Um, I did 17 plus 2. So 19. Man, it's kind of a bummer. It's not my Saturday night character because I'd be doing okay for... What is it? Insight? Yep. Oh, I'm still not doing terrible for Insight. Plus three. Yeah, that's definitely not terrible for Insight. It's a six. Oh. Because I rolled a three. So... Oh. Oof. Okay. <laughs> so much for that bonus. And then minus 12 plus three is 15. Trace, as most dragons look, it's intimidating as fuck. Cool. <laughs> it could probably pretty easily eat you. And with your nat one, you are pretty confident that it is looking at you as its next meal. Great. I'm going to be bored by a frog and a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Seeks, you don't fare much better, but you don't think that any of you even combined are big enough to constitute even a snack for this dragon. So you're not sure if it would spend the time trying to eat you. Ella and Kevin, or Ella and Loden. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's okay. Uh, Ella and Loden, you both notice something a little strange when looking at this dragon. It doesn't seem to be aggressive toward you. In fact, it actually seems more worried. It, it seems concerned. Guys, we gotta get out of here. This thing's gonna try to eat us. Relax. It's okay, Trace. Just just breathe in, breathe out. Just chill. Dude, Trace, I don't even think that all of us, gestures to literally everyone, would actually be enough to satisfy it. So we're not even snack-worthy, in my opinion. Well, it's looking pretty hungry. <laughs> don't sell yourself short, Sneaks. You're definitely a snack. <laughs> oh my god. As tasty as we may be, I don't think this dragon is looking to do anything to us. Like, look how calm it looks. Yes, 
With all of its hundred very large teeth, it looks incredibly calm. Well, that's not its fault. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't, it would be trying to murder us, so... Well, that is true. You guys do have a point, because honestly, if it was hungry, Trace, it would have killed us when we walked in the room. You do have a point. It could absolutely destroy us if it wanted to. Yeah, and we've been talking for probably at least a minute now, and I don't think it's gotten any closer. Yeah. I know, it thinks that it almost looks like it wants us to keep going and see what this whole room is about. (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna look around the room real quick, like, just with- just standing there, I'm gonna look around. That's actually perfect. Uh, go ahead and roll perception. Yeet! Can Ella roll perception as well? Can um, I roll perception too? Can we all roll perception? Yes, every roll perception. Jeez. <laughs> oh, fuck. 15 plus 3. I got an 18. 13 plus 5 and 18. 16. 17 plus 3, flaccid 20. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> no, just say 20. Just say 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 30 20 was just fine. Yeah, 30 20 was fine. <laughs> I said if anyone says a flaccid 20, I quit the podcast. So I guess just Trace just throws <laughs> herself into the dragon's oh. mouth. Trace is dead. Bye guys. This was so much fun. See you next time. Oh my god, no. <laughs> like jordy kevin why the first party death hey, why kevin. did you do that yes kevin yes uh roll a deck save not loading kevin oh no <laughs> <laughs> you know i failed with a nat one this is crap <laughs> get that nat one out of the way you have been trampled by sheep <laughs> you have been trampled by sheep <laughs> We need a sound effect for that. (laughs) (laughs) But like more ominous because there's more of them. (laughs) Yes. So you guys are all going to notice this. Kiel, Gertok, and Toby all seem to be uh, at varying levels of interest in the dragon. Nimbly, however, is more definitely on the fear side of the spectrum and seems to be almost instinctively moving to stand slightly behind Toby, using him as kind of like a shield. And as you guys are looking around, this dragon gets up from where it was laying and moves to stand up on all four legs. And this thing is ginormous. It is an ancient red dragon. Like, it is old. And when it stands up, its head is now level with you guys. And this is this is a giant sphere. Oh god. The dragon opens its mouth and uh actually let's see. Um Loden, I'm gonna have you roll a nature check. <gasps> it is an eleven. Okay. Having grown up with a noble background, you've been educated on historical stuff, on, you know, creatures and, and the monsters of the world. And you seem to remember that dragons speak at least one language and older ones you think maybe they should speak more than one it seems right but when this dragon opens its mouth it doesn't form words it seems to be trying to talk but only guttural growling noises are coming out okay does Seeks hear this too? Everybody will hear the dragon noises that are coming out, yeah. Because Seeks speaks draconic. <gasps> it's not draconic. Oh. oh. Um, so, is it celestial? It is not a language, it is just noises. Ah, okay. 
and oh, all of you guys would notice that as it stands up and that collar starts coming up to like the halfway mark in the sphere, you guys start seeing like glittering strings. They're almost like chains. Mm. They're like shining chains? Yeah, they're like magical almost. Like you couldn't see them before. It was only when the collar came up to that center point in the sphere. Could I do an arcana check? Yes, you can. Go right ahead. (laughs) Well, that's a two plus four is six. Um, they're magic. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, everybody make a wisdom save. A wisdom save? A wisdom save. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Wait, it fell off the desk. It fell off the desk. I'm re-rolling. Okay. Oh, my God. You don't, you don't want to keep it and have me roll wild magic? <laughs> no, it's fine. I re-rolled. I got three plus three, so a six. Okay. Nine plus five, 14. Uh, four plus zero. Uh, 20 plus one, 21. Ella and Trace have no brain cells. <laughs> Canon. Seeks. With that nat 20, I'm going to say that the sounds that are coming from this dragon, you can tell that the dragon is trying to form words. It is trying to talk to you. The patches of scales that are all over your body, they are vibrating with every sound that this dragon is making. Uh, Loden, you said you got a 14? Correct. Your head is is rattling. It's as if these vibrations that are coming from this dragon making noises is going straight through your skeleton and like into your brain and you are going to take three points of psychic damage. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. Ella and Trace. Not only does it feel like your brain is rattling around in your skull, but you feel it throughout your entire skeleton, like all throughout your body. Your organs feel like you are standing in front of a subwoofer and you are going to take, oh, oh, um, you're going to take eight points of psychic damage. Oh. <laughs> hey, do, you guys, do you guys hear something really funny? Trace goes down because she had five points left. Oh no. Seriously? <laughs> Dead ass. Oh my god. So, so Trace just knocks out. This guy like sings, this dragon like sings whatever the fuck it's doing. Trace just goes <laughs> down. It was not charmed by her rustic hospitality, apparently. <laughs> Wait, didn't we get healing potions? Yeah, but all of my character sheets say that I had five left and i remember being healed and then i remember going down again because i was attacked after that was during the front yeah you guys do have the healing potions but only one has been used and it was used on agnes is it too late to use one (laughs) no no well okay so the thing is with hp is that if you go below your maximum as long as it's not double below your maximum like if trace had 25 as long as she doesn't go negative 50 right kevin um yes and no um you can do minus 10 and that's death, but that's also what the death saves are for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like doing the static under zero. Number. Yeah. Yeah. So you can do double your uh, maximum health, which would be minus 50. So yeah. So yeah, at this point, Trace would make death saves, but that I feel like that's more of like a, in combat, that's more of like a turn-based thing um, outside of combat. I'm not really... I, I don't think you guys are going to ignore Trace that long. <laughs> what happened? She's just taking a nap. <laughs> you just passed out. She's just sleepy. Nah, she's just tired. It's alright. <laughs> taking a nap. <laughs> Sleeping on the job? What Jesus. is this? <laughs> Wait, we have a cleric. <laughs> so, Gritok did try to reach out to grab Trace as she fell, but he 
did not move fast enough. <laughs> Nerd, loser. Oh, no. What happened to our orc solidarity? I got you, orc girl. Thunk. <laughs> so yeah, Trace is down. Um, it seems like Nimbly and Kiel have taken a little bit of damage. Uh, they're both holding their heads. Toby and Gertok seem to be okay. What do you guys do? Um, I am very hesitant to do this, but it's it's obvious to me it's trying to speak. And so I walk, I start to walk very carefully towards it. And I say in Draconic, how can I help you? Let me help you. And I remove my hood so that the dragon, because I'm not facing everyone else, I'm facing the dragon, so only the dragon can see that I have uh, scales also on my face. Um, so they see the um, bronze scales that are patched on my face that I was previously hiding with the hood. And I say, I may not be like you exactly, but I am of you, sort of. How can I help? Seeks, uh, make a wisdom save. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I hope it's as good as the last one. Nope. It's a four. (laughs) It is going to see your scales. It opens its mouth and releases a sound that is less a sound and more of a feeling. And it seems to be centered around you, Seeks. You feel your scales vibrating and it, it hurts a little bit. And you take one point of psychic damage. So as you're standing in front of this dragon and it is seeming to focus its vibrating energies at you... You can't tell if it's with joy or... Actually, you know what? Roll insight. Okay, that one's not as bad. 15 plus a 3 is an 18. Okay. You can tell that this dragon is... It's not trying to hurt you. It seems more joyful at seeing that you are of similar lineage. Mm-hmm. As that happens, from where you guys all came in, you guys hear a familiar voice. And it says, step away from that dragon. It will kill you. And Agnes is standing there, pointing the sword toward the dragon. Everybody awake, roll insight. In heaven, Trace is thinking, God, she's hot. No, I'm kidding, it's me. <laughs> um, I got a total of 16, 13 plus 3. Okay, that'll be 22. Dang. I got 5 plus 2, so 7. Ellie, you don't notice anything? Seeks and Loden, you two notice that when Agnes arrives, uh, the dragon is becoming... Uh, more agitated and defensive. Um, I shout at Agnes, put away your sword, you're scaring it. <laughs> she laughs. Scaring it? It's a dragon. It's it's a massive dragon that could eat all of us without a second thought. My tiny little toothpick isn't going to scare that. Toby is kind of kind of run from where he was over to Agnes. Agnes, are you okay? And she's going to nod and bow a a little bit. And she's going to say, yes, Prince Logos. The nymph was very helpful in my recovery. And then she is going to start walking sideways with her sword still pointed toward the dragon further into the room. Uh, The dragon is going to almost sink back down uh, into the lower portion of the sphere. What do you guys, what do you guys do? Agnes, put it down. Put it away. Or I will, I don't know what I'm going to do, but just, I want to help it. Just let me help it. It was listening to me until you got here. Agnes is going to kind of glare in your direction. And then, let's see. (laughs) How do I do this? (laughs) 
Agnes is going to start, her sword is going to start lowering slightly. And as it gets down, so it's pointing almost to the floor, you guys are going to see her face kind of like look to the side a little bit toward Nimbly. And she's going to swing her sword out at Nimbly. And you guys are going to see the sword slice up his chest. <gasps> what the hell? What are you doing? You guys' reactions and Toby's reactions are, are basically the same. And then Agnes is going to point her sword over at Loden. Um, I'm going to take out my freaking battle axe. Yeah, like, come <laughs> get some. Does, does somebody want to help Trace, by the way? <laughs> I thought somebody did that already. No. Here, I want to say that Ella has like since they both were pretty heavily affected by the dragon's first psychic attack, whatever we want to call it. Um, Ella's been kind of like shaking Trace, trying to be like, "Come on, come on, wake up!" And then you could say that you find the healing potion, Trace. <laughs> Her body, and you think I could use this for something, perhaps to help the girl dying in my arms? I, yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. I was like, I don't know if I, if Ella would dig through her stuff, but maybe she would. <laughs> Actually, yeah, she totally. Maybe would. it like falls um, out. So yeah, I'm gonna say Ella remembers that um that out of all of the the bottles that we all took, um that Trace had picked up one, and so searches and finds it, and um like tries to give it to her <laughs> yes now do i roll the healing or does cat roll the healing um i think you would roll the healing okay yeah so that's a four that's seven plus four is eleven cool so you have eleven hp so trace wakes up sees where the fuck is going on and says what the fuck are you guys doing agnes tried to is trying to attack some the dragon and i'm trying to help the dragon and she's just Freaky did the thing to Nimbly with the- look at him! He's got a cut! What the fuck?! Oh, okay, first of all, hey Agnes, what's good? Second of all, Nimbly, you good? Third of all, what the hell are you guys doing?! There's- there's a dragon! It could still eat us! No, it's not gonna- it's not gonna eat us! It's not gonna eat us, Trace, it's- <laughs> it's- it's- it was happy and fine and totally normal until she showed up and I point at Agnes. Hey, Trace. Hey. Roll insight on uh, Agnes with advantage, please. <gasps> with advantage? And I have efficiency? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Agnes is one of my favorite NPCs. This is so exciting. <gasps> Ooh, that was like, oh, that's good because one of those rolls was a five, but the other one was a 19 plus five. 24, baby! Yay. Oh my gosh. I love Agnes. Me as the player loves Agnes. Well, um, then you're going to be pretty uh, psyched to realize that while this definitely looks like Agnes, it's not. Ooh, give me a, give me a hot second to process that. <laughs> you spent like two hours with Agnes talking and doing things. She wouldn't act like this. Okay. Can I have, like, five seconds just to think about how Trace would react to this? Absolutely. Go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, what would Trace do in this moment? Because I don't know if she would, like, she's such an action-based person. I don't know if she would ask a question. I think. <laughs> okay. I got this. It's it's different than what, I would tip, than what I would do, but this is what I think Trace would do. So I think Trace is a little... I know. I'm sorry. My laptop is <laughs> funny it's like another character <laughs> yes um i think trace 
would be a little freaked out about all of this. And so she would stand up to her full height of six foot seven, and she would carefully, slowly take out her short sword and do that thing where she points it right at Agnes's, Agnes's quote unquote neck. And she says, I don't know who you are. I know you're not the friend that I worked so hard to make on this long drive up. Whatever the fuck you're doing, I suggest you back off. And can I roll an intimidation check? Absolutely. Because yes, I have proficiency on this as well. I hope it works. It's a 9 plus 2, so an 11. Can I roll to assist? Um, what are you doing to assist? Uh, I'm gonna use both my paws to, like, light my hands up with fire. Oh. Like, hold, like, little orbs of, like, the beginning of, like, fireball. Yes, please, and Trace, roll intimidation again. (laughs) This will be your advantage roll. I'm using a different dice. You've got a dragon backing you up, too, so. (laughs) It's a nice little tableau. It's a six plus two. (laughs) (laughs) So it didn't work. That's actually totally cool. Agnes's face grows slightly dark, and she opens her mouth to say something. Let's see. Guys, uh, roll a deck save. <gasps> I think I know what's happening. I don't. I don't either. 14 total. An 18 total, 13 plus 5. 13 plus 4, so 17. 13 plus 1 is a 14. Seeks, you feel something from behind you, and it is warm, and it is getting warmer. From next to Agnes, Toby basically throws himself at you, Seeks, and Trace, and Ella, kind of all in the line, pushing you guys out of the way. And Logan, you are able to to get out of the way of this as well, as the dragon lifts up from where it was again and just unleashes an intense, focused breath of fire that is red hot, verging on blue what seems to be hundreds of years of pent-up rage. And the fire completely engulfs Agnes. When the fire subsides, Agnes is still there, and she is standing and charred all to hell. Everyone is going to see this because it's, it's going to be very, very obvious. Red mist starts leaking out of her eyes and her mouth and her nose and her ears, and they start gathering in a form above her now fallen body. Uh, uh. Do I recognize this from, like, a story that I've been told or something? I'm going to have you roll Arcana. I got an eight. Plus one is a nine. That's embarrassing. And you can tell it's very, very magical. <laughs> Go ahead and roll history. Me? Yeah. I nat one it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Loden. Yes. I'm going to have you roll a history check as well, just because of your, your education background. 16. Loden, this is a lich. Ah! <gasps> Why did you scream? Yeah, it's a lich. Ah! What? You said it's a witch? No, a witch with an L. L. Lich. Oh, see, I thought you were you were calling it a, ba- a bad name. A lich? Yes, a lich <laughs> with an L. Not a witch with an L. Lich means leave now. Run away. But the, but the dragon. From the walls, you guys start seeing those wolves and the twig monsters that you fought before. Mm-hmm. They start forming and coming out uh. of the walls. Wait what the? Okay, wait. When you say when you say forming, what do you mean? She means they're coming out of the goddamn woodwork, Trace. 
Like Studio Ghibli shit. <laughs> oh my god. Kind of. Yeah, they seem to be oozing out of the walls and forming those wolves that attacked Ooh. your caravan and the twig monsters that corralled your group toward the Onkeg and into the mountain. Oh, no, 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 no. I just ask, like, can I roll to see what's going on? Uh, yeah, everybody go ahead and roll perception. <laughs> my strong suit. God damn it. <sighs> it's a six total. Uh, 13 plus 5 and 18. 15 plus 3 for my perception. Nice. It's a 2. <laughs> okay. Seeks and Ella, this forming red mist that is taking on a humanoid shape, has your attention. Trace and Loden, you guys, and Trace, you're actually going to recognize this. Ooh. Wolves, while they are coming out of the walls, their forms are not solid. They're smoky. And the twigs... They seem to be missing a lot of pieces. As they come out of the walls and as they move forward, they seem to be crumbling more and more. Uh, you guys also see that on the other side of the lich from you guys, Kale and Gertok are helping Nimbly patch up his cut. Gertok is standing in a protective way. And the lich looks toward you guys, and everyone's going to hear this. Not quite how I imagined this going. No matter. I don't need a meat shield to collect my prize. Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. It's Jordy, and I play Trace. And if you're listening to this, you might realize that I don't sound like I'm recording out of a cardboard box. That's because, as of today, I finally got a microphone. So now, even though this is not episode 12, from episode 12 onwards, my audio is going to be actually good. But now for the ad break, because I just want to take a break to give a quick shout out to everyone who supported us, including Patu Brigham for providing music, which can be heard at the beginning and end of all our episodes. Yachta Crunch for some amazing character art and all of our beta listeners who provided crucial feedback. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to us on social media at AmpTheCast, A-M-P the cast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Or send us an email at amphthecast at gmail.com. Who knows? Your name could show up as the NPC in a future episode. Also, feel free to email us with any D&D item submission ideas that you have. Your item could end up in one of our shops. As always, thank you again for checking us out, and let's get back to the action. Um, oh, um... Um, yeah, so I'm going to reach down my shirt, pull out my uh, talisman for my holy symbol, and cast a channel divinity, turn undead. Oh, nice. (laughs) What does that do? Um, As an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer censoring the undead. Each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw. If the creature fails its saving throw, it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. Uh, turned is what? A turned creature must spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. It also can't take reactions. For its action, it can use only the dash action or try to escape from, from an effect that prevents it from moving. If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. Okay, that's a 12 plus 5. Okay, passed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Aww. Why you gotta roll so high? I'm sorry. 
I only rolled a 12. Uh. As you do that, its head like rolls back and releases this shrieking cackle and tilts her head towards you. And she says, oh, how cute. And then she starts coming toward you, Loden. As she does that, one of the wolves that was coming out of the wall, it pounces towards you, Loden. And as it reaches you, the wolf form that was all wiggly and wavy Mm -hmm. disappears. And on your shoulder is now that fairy dragon that you met in one of the previous rooms. (gasps) Oh, hey, little buddy. (laughs) It wraps itself around around your shoulders and lets out a hiss at the lich. And as that hiss comes out, all the other wolves start running toward the edge of the platform that you guys are on. And as they jump off, all of the wolf forms disappear. And all the twig monsters seem to just crumble into forest debris. In the place of all of these wolves and twig monsters are seemingly just hundreds of fairy dragons. Carl, you brought some friends. Holy shit. Carl? That's a cute little pet you got there. Like... (laughs) That's cool. These fairy dragons are now flying in the center of the sphere, almost in unison, and they are forming this massive wall around the the red dragon and that glowing orb at the very top of the sphere. The lich seems to be now agitated, and she is going to no longer have her focus on you, Loden. Uh, she is going to look aggressively toward the wall of fairy dragons, which are moving faster and faster and faster. Um, I want to talk to the dragon again. Um, it is currently behind a wall of very fast-moving fairy dragons. Oh well, then never mind. <laughs> um, is like what is the lich trying to like attack us right now? Like, what's the lich doing? The lich wants the dragon. And the dragon doesn't want to beat the... That's what I'm getting, at least. The lich seems to be focused now on the wall of fairy dragons that are blocking its path uh, to to basically the rest of the sphere. Uh, okay. So, are we an initiative? Nope. Or is this just... Things are just happening? Things are just happening. Okay. Um, I'm gonna move towards the edge. How far down is this dragon? The dragon right now is probably about... 20, 25 feet away from you, but there is that fast-moving wall of fairy dragons that's blocking your path. Like, you you wouldn't be able to to reach the dragon from where you are. Ah, okay. uh, what, what do you want to do? Uh, what you I was going to gonna start hopping down towards the dragon, but uh, you just said it was not possible. So... Well, if you can't beat him, join him, I guess. Right? I'm going to yeet myself into the swarming circle of fairy dragons. You are going to do that? Yes. By yourself? Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of with him on that idea. However, I think it's kind of dumb to go by yourself. So everybody get a buddy, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and we should probably do it quick before, you know, that thing decides to, you know, focus on us again. Is it time for Trace to just heft Ella and Seeks over her shoulders and just, like, run and jump? <laughs> Uh, I mean, if they say yes, then yes, you can do that. Well, but what about everybody else? <laughs> oh, shit, there's other people? Uh, you don't know. Well, we already did this earlier, so... What do you mean we already did this earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Trace. Oh. I'm getting a distinct sense of deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Ella. You in? 
Ella, you ready to jump? Are we in? Are we doing this? I mean, we gotta fucking go before that thing gets whatever the hell that dragon is hiding. Alright, pick me up. Alright, uh, Trace hefts Ella up over her shoulder and just does like a running jump off the thing into the- off the platform into the tornado of fairy dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you guys jump into this tornado of fairy dragons, the lich seems very surprised at this move. <laughs> and you guys find yourselves caught up in this storm of dragons and wings and you are spinning and flying and uh, everybody make a constitution save. Oh god. <laughs> I'm not in there yet, so I don't have to. Oh yeah, you you don't. I just want to say that as soon as we're like in the dragons and everything, Ella's like, this was not a good idea. <laughs> I rolled a 16 plus 3, so a 19. 11 plus 2 is 13. 14 plus, I think it's 4. Yep. Uh, so 18. Trace and Ella, you guys are slightly disoriented, but you can kind of keep track of where you are. Uh, you're moving very fast. Loden, you are very dizzy. Whatever you try to do next is going to have disadvantage. This is... Crap. <laughs> <laughs> you do still have Carl on your shoulders, though. And Carl is is just kind of chilling. Stabilize me, Carl! Stabilize me! Speaking of that, Ella, as you and Trace are flying around, one of the dragons grabs your sleeve and starts trying to pull you and Trace along with you, since you guys are, are currently holding each other, is trying to pull you further up into the storm. Uh, Trace, we have a friend. <laughs> Great, I love meeting new people. <laughs> Is it telling us to go up? I think so. I don't know how to do that, though. That's okay. Uh, as you guys are in this storm, as it's pulling you up, it's you're, you are just kind of slowly rising. Okay. Cool. All right, dope. Can I gather people and eat so we can get away from this freaking lich? Who are you grabbing? Are you you're grabbing Toby? I'm gonna grab Toby and hopefully Kiel. Uh, Kiel and Nimbly and Gratok are on the other side of the lich from you. Okay, uh, I shout, GET IN THE TORNADO! <laughs> and I grab Toby and I go, come on, short stack, we're leaving. So you, you guys are jumping into the tornado as well? Yeah, I just drag him into the tornado with me. <laughs> Roll constitution. 15 plus 4, 19. So you and Toby jump into the tornado. You're moving very quickly, but you both seem to be able to keep your bearings a little better than Loden, at least. <laughs> Nimbly and Gratok and Kiel take after your example and jump in as well. Gratok seems to be the only one doing well. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are only getting, like, real quick snippets of, of people passing by you or or you can see kind of through the dragons for a little bit and then suddenly from the very center of this tornado more fire fortunately it is aimed at the lich who is trying to find its way through these fairy dragons okay so since i'm in this like whooshing tornado full of dragons and i speak draconic so i'm shouting him draconic what do we do now? <laughs> um, everyone is going to start feeling dragons starting to grab onto your clothes and pull you higher into the storm. Ella? Uh, who, who is holding on to who, Ella and Trace? Um, I think I'm the one holding Ella because I jumped. I'm the one who jumped with her. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Make a strength save. 
Trace. Okay, I should be good at this. Oh, it's a 12 plus 4, so a 16. Yeah, you are able to keep a, a hand on Ella, which is actually a very good thing because as the dragons are pulling her up, they are also pulling her toward the center. As she gets toward the center and the centri- centrifugal force uh, and the wind is less, she seems to suddenly drop and you are able to keep a hand on her and keep her up with you. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And Ella, uh, a second dragon is now grabbing onto you and pulling you up. Loden rolled decks for me. Why? With a disadvantage. <sighs> Poop soda. Come on, Claire. All right, all right. 10 plus 1 will be 11. <laughs> it, it ends up being very, very messy. But as you are flying around, Carl is starting to pull you up as well. And you end up smacking basically right into Gratok's chest. Ooh. So. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> You are face first into his bosom. Well, sweaty man meat, how are you doing today? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, oh, oh DM, I, I have a question. Yes. Just so I can like, picture it, how big are like fairy dragons? Uh, they're about the size of large cats. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. At this point, you guys can see occasional bursts of fire and occasional bursts of some magic and occasional unfortunate fallings of fairy dragons but you guys can't see what's going on outside of the tornado other than these bursts of light except ella as the dragons kind of pull you toward the center you are able to see that this lich is trying very hard to get through these fairy dragons but when it ducks through and destroys some of the fairy dragons the rest of them just seem to like envelop the lich and push them out of the tornado again uh, trying to keep the lich from getting on the inside uh, and the dragon is using its fire to also keep the lich from getting inside trace and seeks make dex rolls like straight just flat yeah roll roll uh plus your dex modifier okay uh 14 plus three so a 17 10 plus 2 is a 12. Seeks, I'm going to give you a choice. Uh-huh. You can grab onto Trace as you pass her and let go of Toby, or you will miss Trace and keep a hold on Toby. Fuck! I don't like <laughs> these choices! <laughs> oh. oh, man. Um, God. Can can I, like, can I roll a dice? Like, can you choose for me? Just choose for me. Just choose for me, because I can't make a decision. Uh, okay. I'm gonna say that you reach out for Trace as you're passing her in an attempt to pull you and Toby into the group, and you grab Trace, uh, and she is she is able to just kind of instinctually grab you, but your hand on Toby slips, and he goes careening uh, into the rest of the storm. Uh, no! No, that was no. Okay. <laughs> hi. Oh, hi, Seeks. What's good? <laughs> What's good? <laughs> this isn't quite going how I was picturing it, but it's working. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Eh. Ooh, okay. Here we go. I left this note for myself, and I'm very glad that I did. Loden is still hitting on Gratok. Flirting is okay. Uh, no, Loden, you kind of get the sense that you're passing by where you came in. Uh, and as you do, something grips your ankle. 
and very quickly moves up your leg. Kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it. Make a perception check, you dork. I'm just saying, that's what I would do. And you kick Toby away, and he dies. Alright, it is a 9, plus 3 is 12. <laughs> the This thing wrapping around your leg feels very familiar. Do you look down to see what it is? Yes. It's mine's. And they look like very familiar vines. Oh, it's the tree lady. Yeah, and they are they are now wrapped all the way around your waist. Uh, make a strength check for me. Okay. Sorry, a lot, a lot of rolls. I, I decided to, instead of doing initiative, I was going to do rolls this time. No, you're good. My strength. Rolling dice in D&D? How dare you? <laughs> so, 12 plus my strength save is a 15. Okay. So, 12 plus 3. That's not too bad. You are able to keep a hold uh, on, or you are able to help Gratok keep a hold on you and Kiel and Nimbly. So you guys are still in the air, still inside the storm, but you are now stationary. You are going to see Toby come out of absolutely nowhere <laughs> and basically slam right into Nimbly. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. oh, God. Cat fight. I ship it. <laughs> There's gonna be a fight. A cat fight. <laughs> a tornado. Again, I say, I ship it. I do ship it. Oh my god. Loden, something you notice is that when Toby comes out of nowhere and slams into Nimbly, they seem to have done this before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut my hands. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> it- <laughs> Have you guys ever seen The Greatest Showman? Yes. yes. <gasps> oh my god, I rewrite the stars! <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, so... It is that kind of great. It's very romantic. No. I ship it. So DM, are you saying this for people to not ship them together? Well, I I'm mean, kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I will let people interpret their relationship as they, as they want. But what I'm going to say is that from Loden's perspective, it looks like Toby and Nimbly seem to be in sync. Gratok, grab them. Gratok <laughs> <laughs> already has Nimbly. He's good. Okay. But now now Toby and Loden are connected and Kiel is hanging on to Gratok and Gratok is hanging on to you, Loden, and you have vines around the lower half of your body. Seeks and Trace and Ella, you guys are all together? Yes. 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 Yeah. Who wants to reach out for the stationary group? Well, I feel like I'm being pulled upwards, so I probably am focused on the two dragon fairy dragons that are carrying me. I think Trace would, yeah, I think Trace would reach out. Does Trace have a free hand, though? Uh, probably not, if, if she's holding on to- Oh, damn. I guess it's down to me, then, shit. <laughs> this is not good. You can do this, cat girl. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Roll dexterity. Well, that was embarrassing. It's a seven. <laughs> As you guys are coming around to the same side of the storm that Loden is on, you notice that you guys are too far up. Even if you like really, really reach, you can't seem to reach them. Wait. Do- oh well, no. I have I have a free hand, but uh, I have rope. and i have a free hand yeah and i I was gonna have kiel do something but with how everybody's hanging on i don't think that she can move her hands very well actually i'm gonna say that kiel starts waving to get the attention of toby she kind of like makes motions with her hands like trying to get the point across and loden you're going to see nimbly and toby 
and Kiel are starting to stretch out, holding on to like longer parts of each other. And Seeks on your next go around, um, make a dex with advantage. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. Uh, 16 plus a two is 18. Just barely, you are able to grab Toby's hand <laughs> as he stretches out to reach for you. So you guys are now all connected in a line. Loden, yes. roll perception. 17 plus three. Don't you dare. 20. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Loden, when you look back toward the vines... Uh, and where they are coming from, you see the dryad leaning weakly against the wall where you guys came in from. And she has her hand outstretched uh, and the vines are coming out from behind her and wrapping around you. But you definitely notice that this dryad is very, very much worse for wear. It, it definitely appears that when Lich Agnes said that the dryad helped her recover, it was not in a good way. And something else you notice is that the Lich has now noticed that this dryad is helping keep you afloat. And it is now set its sights back on you. On me? Mm-hmm. Ah! Okay. So I'm going to say, make a strength save. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. <laughs> I just punched my laptop. I'm strong. <laughs> uh, six plus three. Nine. Well, lucky for you, the person who's holding on to you is Gratok. Beef boy. Your hand starts slipping as this bolt of red hot magic flies right past you. You can feel the static clinging to your clothes. And, you know, like when you rub your feet against the carpet and then you touch a doorknob, that seems to be happening everywhere your skin is touching your clothes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and you start slipping and Gritok is basically able to grab you kind of actually by your collar. Like he just lets go of your arm and grabs you by your collar. And as he does that, you notice that the vines creep further up your body and start wrapping around Gritok's arm. Don't let go, Gritok. My hands are clammy. Don't <laughs> let go. Hold on to my collar. <laughs> Ella, yes. you are being pulled toward that glowing orb in the center of the room. And there is enough length to your rope of people you can reach out and touch that orb. I'm reaching out and touching the orb immediately. Like, it's shiny. <laughs> I want to touch it. Uh, roll perception for me. Again, I say, my strong suit. <laughs> uh, okay, nine. Plus anything? No, plus zero. <laughs> uh, something you don't notice, Ella, is that this lich has taken out probably a good half of the fairy dragons that were in this room. And you guys are being held up just by a bunch of fairy dragons that are clinging onto all of you. And the lich is full speed aiming at that orb. And you don't even realize that this lich is seconds behind you in touching this orb. Yeah, no, I'm focused on the orb. And everything goes white. Everyone finds themselves alone, floating in this white void. There's nothing around you. There's no sound. It's completely quiet. The lich is gone. Your friends are gone. And everything starts coming into focus. Ella, you're the first one to start focusing in on what's around you. You see in front of you a very kind, almost grandmotherly face. Her mouth is moving and she seems to be saying something and trying to get your attention. 
and your hand is outstretched with something very light and almost warm in the palm of your hand. And you realize you're on top of a, a very tall structure as you kind of like look around and gather your surroundings, you can see way off in the distance the city of Crossleon and the Sea of Animoy. And in another direction, you can see your home, the floating island of Pharos. And everyone else, you guys also start coming into focus. And I want everyone to make perception checks. 12 plus 3 is a 15. 14 plus 3 is a 17. Uh, 3 plus 5 is an 8. And I got 19. Trace? Yes? As you're looking around, as your vision is coming into focus, you actually may have been here before, just as part of your uh, running around being a cool ranger. Thank you. Yeah. And you notice that there are also a lot of people. You're, you're still kind of gathering your senses. Seeks, you and Ella and Loden, you guys are going to notice that everyone around... Everyone is up and alive and walking around and mingling. And you're seeing people that were in the caravan with you that were taken by the vines before. You see Odin kind of propped up against one of the wagons that had been previously taken. All three of them are there now. They seem to be mostly unscathed. There is a royal airship that is parked on top of this mountain. I wonder who that could be for. (laughs) (laughs) Also, airships... Airships are in this universe. Yes. Now, is it like an air, like an airship, like a like a Zeppelin kind of situation, or like a Stardust situation? Oh, uh, probably more Stardust situation. Ooh, yeah, that's cool. Flying a uh, pirate ship type of type of thing. <gasps> nice. Ooh. Oh, that's so Studio Ghibli like. <laughs> As you guys look around, you are noticing that you can see the city of Crossleon far off in the distance. You can see the Sea of Animoy. As is normal in your world, you can't really see further past the Lake of Animoy. There is kind of a a fog that seems to cover everything. You can only tell that the sun is setting by the colors that it is creating in the fog and in the sky. It is getting darker. Ella, the person in front of you, you start hearing her voice. Little Miss, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hello? She smiles and she kind of dips her head a little bit. My name is Kath. And behind her, you notice also that there are a couple of royal soldiers. She looks down at your hand. Do you know what you're holding? Uh, I'm going to look down at my hand. I guess look at whatever I'm holding. (laughs) Okay. You see in your hand a long red glittering string. It is warm and it seems to almost pulse as if it's alive. Kath moves closer to you and very gingerly kind of puts her hand on top of the string in yours And she says, may I take this back to the kingdom? It is a very powerful, dangerous item. Would you mind if I, if I take it and put it where it needs to be? Can I roll insight? Yes. Okay. That is a 10 plus two, so 12. She seems like she's being honest. Okay. I, I don't even know what to do with this anyway. So, so here, I hand it to her kind of awkwardly. As you put it in her hand and she closes her hand around it, it disappears and reappears in your hand. Uh, Kath is going to look very surprised and she's going to kind of let out a little laugh, like impressed but surprised. It's... <laughs> Child, I'm sorry, what's your name? Um, my name's Ella and I, I have to say I'm not actually a child. Oh, I, I do apologize. 
Ella. This is the dragon heartstring. It is the symbol of the connection between all life. And I mean all life. It is powerful and it is dangerous and it has attuned to you. I need to ask you a favor. Will you bring this back to Crossleon and bring it to the castle so that it can be stored away? Yes. Yes, I can. I can try. She nods and then she looks kind of behind you. Prince Lagos, I hope you had fun, but you're needed back at the castle. And Toby, uh, since you guys had already found out who he was, he kind of sheepishly walks forward, sending a look back at Seeks and then looking at you, Ella. And he smiles and bows to you guys. And he says, when you get to the city, you can just tell them that you've been invited to the castle. Uh, I'll be there. Um, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know if we can take everyone down in the airship, but it looks like the carts are back. So you can use that. What do you guys do? Uh, a nod. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm still really disoriented. <laughs> I'm actually totally cool with you guys saying that you that you're just still very much processing what's going on. Did, did you guys? Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> no, you go ahead first. Go ahead. Oh God, it's a Canadian standoff. Kath <laughs> <laughs> is going to smile at all of you, and she's going to nod knowingly and understandingly. Yes, the apparent magic that brought you here it, it can have this effect on people. So don't strain yourself. Whatever you saw down there, there are great, great magics at work, illusions and otherwise, and don't think too much into it, or you could go mad. We have found that the vault, the damage caused by the monsters, has become structural. While the vault wasn't exactly safe to begin with, we are going to abandon it, and it is going to be off limits to even our most experienced mm -hmm. adventurers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Y yeah. Well... Yeah, can can I can I just ask real fast? Um, is this real? Is what real? Did we really just um go through the thing with the the, the dragon tornado and and then suddenly there was nothing and then we were here? Is is this is this really happening? She's going to kind of tilt her head and and look at you amused. Dragon tornado, darling. Dragons have been extinct for hundreds of years. Right, right. I bump her. I go right. Right, of course. That was uh, absolutely uh -huh. not not a real thing. Question for the DM. Yes. Do do I still feel the weight of uh, Carl on my shoulder? <laughs> do you feel the weight of the Carl on your shoulder? <laughs> so I was going to wait a little bit for this, but while you don't feel Carl on your shoulder, go ahead and make a perception check with advantage. Okay. So 17 plus 3 is 20. The reason I gave you advantage is because as you're coming to your senses and as you're starting to process what's going on, there is a small voice in your ear and it just says, this way. And as you look toward where the voice came from, you see just very subtle little sparkles that are flying very quickly down the mountain. And you see in the distance a pair of wings and what looks to be a rather feline silhouette hanging off of it, its tail kind of waving in the wind, you can see that it is Nimbly. And when you look around, you no longer see Nimbly around. So 
So you can guess that Nimbly has made a very quick Ooh. escape. An Irish goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Something else you notice is that Gertok and Kiel both are now no longer in your group. And on a quick survey of the area around you and the crowd of people that includes your caravan mates and a lot of people, and actually all of you would notice this, is that, you know those missing posters that you would see? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Everyone who has been to Cross Leon or, or around the outskirts of Cross Leon would have seen missing posters. A lot of missing posters. And you recognize some of the faces as people who were missing. Oh. And they've been missing for months. And now they are here and they are alive. So that is pretty cool. Oh, damn. Trace and Seeks. Wait, wait, DM, quickly, uh, question. What? Yes. You mentioned Gertok and Kiel and then never said what they were doing. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Gertok has made his way very quickly over to Odin and is now absolutely <laughs> squeezing the, uh, the essence of Odin out of Odin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That could be a euphemism for so many things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> both, both, uh, aw, and ew. I'm going to just assume they're hugging. Just like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they are hugging. <laughs> and Kiel just about immediately found Lua. Aww. They are back together. <laughs> Yay, twins. Yay. You also notice that Bishop the Dragonborn. My dude! <laughs> and Poppy, the, uh, the elf. They are already in the back of one of the wagons with Leary and Tabitha and Thargan. And you guys see Holden. He is speaking to Toby as Toby and Kath are are walking away with the soldiers. Toby seems to make a face uh, and it is sad and apologetic. You guys see Holden break down in tears. Seeks make a perception check. Okay. Oh, that's a nine. Plus three is 12. You can barely hear what they're saying. They're, they are just barely out of easy listening, but you can hear the, the words Agnes and gone. I look at Trace and I don't know. Do, do I hear this? What is the, I don't think you hear it, but I just like my, I look at you and my face just kind of like it's yeah. fallen. Like, because I actually have a question about that. Yes. Would Trace and me, the player, put together that Agnes is dead? Like, because now I'm trying to think back. Like, we saw Agnes, quote unquote, with the Dryad. So now I'm starting to assume that that was never Agnes in the first place. So would would it be safe to assume that she is dead? At this point, that is what you you would be able to assume. So, oh god, I'm actually getting sad. So, would, now, to add on to what he was just saying, would mm-hmm. Trace overhear any of that, or would she have to kind of get it from Seeks? Uh, I will say make a perception check, but it's gonna have to be real damn good. Oh, it's gonna be real damn good? So, oh, it's a 14 plus 5. Oh, okay. Yeah, you hear it too. Okay, why, I'm, me the player is getting sad about this now. <laughs> um, I think... I think Trace would definitely look a little bit, a a lot of it, sad. Like, obviously, she didn't know Agnes for very long, but, like, they were friendly, they were talking, and I think because when she first saw Agnes, she was, like, she didn't realize that something was wrong. I think she almost feels, not guilty, but kind of, like, she could have realized something first. 
And I think she she looks to you, Seeks, and says, Agnes can't really be dead. She's not. There's she 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 would have got back. She seemed like a strong person. She would have got back just fine. I I don't think she's I I think she's okay. Uh Seeks like she doesn't know how to respond. She was expecting a different response. <laughs> As you're processing the response from Trace, your scales start to vibrate. And Seeks, Trace, and Loden and Ella, out of the corner of your eye, you see a glint of red. It is a shimmering, warm red that is almost identical to that string you're holding in your hand, Ella. Do you guys look toward it? Yes. 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 Off in the distance, toward Pharos, you guys see a large shadow that is moving further away. And the light that you saw was the last bits of sun glinting off of what you would imagine would be scales, seeing as how you have seen this dragon before. After a moment, it seems to duck behind the biggest mountain in the world, the lighthouse. The lighthouse is called this because there's a structure that looks like the kind of lighthouse that you would see off the shore of an island to keep ships from smashing into the island. Actually, real quick, Ella, I'm going to have you roll history with advantage. Seeks, uh, I'm going to have you roll history as well. Okay. The first one was a five. And a nine uh, plus two. Yeah, so 11. I got a six total, so I don't think I paid attention during that class. Okay, well, that that is totally cool. Uh, either way, I mean, you guys can see it from here, uh, and you all know that this mountain is called the Lighthouse. After a moment of that large shadow disappearing behind the mountain, a light shoots out from the top of the mountain and sweeps across the sky. All of you have heard stories of this phenomenon. The lighthouse originally got its name from the mysterious light that occasionally would sweep across the sky, originating from the top of this mountain. It has not done this in over 30 years. Is anyone looking toward Toby and Kath and everybody else on the top of this mountain? Um, Ella's just transfixed on the lighthouse because that's where, that's close to where she grew up, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's, like, doubly just, like, mesmerized. Actually, Ella, I'm gonna say that because you're, you're what, 38? You're older than me? Yes, but gnomes have... Yeah, I'm 38. So she's, like, barely an adult. Ah, it's just interesting, because in real life, I'm usually the oldest. So it's like, my, 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 how the (laughs) turntable. I mean, like, developmentally, she's still, like... Imagine, like, a freshman going in college like that. Uh, Okay, so she's still pretty young. Yeah. Ella, I'm going to say that you're the only person in the group who would have seen this. (gasps) You were very, very little. And you have a vivid memory of looking up into the sky and seeing this line of light pass through the sky. It was once, but it was beautiful. And it is beautiful now. But it only does it once. And most everybody else on the top of the mountain... They all look on in awe, just the same as you guys. And once it's done, people seem to go back to figuring out how you guys are all going to get down the mountain. Something you all would realize pretty quickly after processing everything that just happened is that where you are on the top of the mountain is significantly further away from the entrance of the vault than you traveled inside the mountain. 
whether through some kind of time skip that allowed you to be moved without you realizing it or some kind of teleportation, there's no way that you guys would have just come out of a door somewhere. This is it has added a significant amount of time to your journey back down to Cross Leon. Where from the vault entrance, it would only take a few hours. Luckily, we have a ranger. <laughs> yes, you do. I have a question about that light. Ask it. You said it only happens every 30 years. Do we know if it, like, signifies anything? Like, is it, like, a prophecy? Or is it just, like, a light that sometimes happens? No, I, I said it hadn't happened in over 30 years. Yes. You're not old enough to know how often it happened before that. Oh, okay. I see, I see, I see. At this point, are you guys starting to look at how to get down the mountain or are you guys just wanting to walk it (laughs) um i think before i do or before ella does anything Mm -hmm. she's going to um put the try to put the dragon heart string um probably because i got that that coin purse from the 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 vault right Uh uh-huh i'm gonna put it in that and then like kind of look at my hand to see if it's gonna like jump back out again (laughs) nope it stays in the pouch cool as you put it in the pouch the pouch starts feeling warm in your hand, and uh, it almost feels like you're holding a heart in your hand, the way that it is now pulsing. It's not like a creepy actual heartbeat twitch, but like as you're holding it in your hands, you can feel the warmth coming from it, and you can feel the movement of something almost alive. Okay. Um, is, it a, is the coin purse one that has like a long enough string that I could like wear it as a necklace you could probably finagle it it's it's definitely one of those like drawstring type of bags you know what I'll put it on like I'll hook it in my belt okay that I'm wearing so out of the three wagons that are available Leary and his crew Loden they would have offered you the spot but Poppy demanded that they take Bishop so your spot has been taken and a lot of the people who were missing before are the ones that are being taken back down to Cross Leon on the airship. Odin and Gratok and Kiel and Lua are in one of the other carts. There is one empty cart that is available if you guys want to take it. I think a cart would be a good way to go. <laughs> Miss vehicle proficiency. Yes. I call shotgun. <laughs> I'm going to climb into the back. Okay. Um, I, I climb into the back and I sit behind Trace. Also, can I just say that even though Trace is a little sad and a little confused, she still flashes Bishop like a thumbs up when she sees that he's sitting with Poppy. Like a little okay symbol, like you got this dude. <laughs> he catches he catches your eye and like winks and like finger guns in your direction. <sighs> <sighs> Love that dude. <laughs> Alright, um, Trace jumps in the driver's seat. I guess is what we can call it, even though it's a wagon. Do we have horses? Are there horses? No, we have to pull the cart ourselves, Trace. <laughs> hey, Loden, you're strong. So, yes. But no, there there are horses for your cart. The, the horses did not seem to be damaged at all uh, in the being taken by the vines. Okay, yeah. So, Trace jumps in the driver's seat. I'm like, me as a player, I'm still hung up on Agnes, because now I'm sitting here thinking, like, was she always a lit, or did something happen? So she's making. So Trace is making a mental note to try to find out some stuff in Cross Leon. <laughs> Maybe that is good. I, I am glad that you guys are are already thinking ahead. So you all are are heading down the mountain in this cart that you will be returning to the castle when you finally get there. Are you going to try and drive through the night, or are you going to stop and and actually sleep? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Trace, what do you want to do? I think Trace is right now kind of in a mood to just keep going. Like, she just wants to keep moving. Okay. 
But do we get a long rest at some point? That is the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I will say. Trace, you have decided that you want to go for the long haul. And you get mostly all the way down to the mountain. You actually pass by the vault entrance. When you guys are passing by the vault entrance, it's dark, but you can see that the entire opening has been caved in. So it's it's basically not there anymore. The beautiful architecture that made the entrance is in pieces. Oh no. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a sad sight, but, you know, Kath did explain it as more of a, a safety precaution that they're abandoning the mine. And if they left it open, people could just walk in and that would be dangerous. But yeah, you make it into the farmland that is uh, slightly above Cross Leon before Trace. Actually, uh, roll a con save. Ooh, this is fun. Remember, kids, don't drive while you're super tired. Yeah. (laughs) 10 plus 3, so 13. You are still real low on them hit points. I am. (laughs) You are feeling more tired and more tired. And Ella, you can tell that the horses are starting to get a little agitated as they are steered toward the side of the road instead of staying on the road. And the the rest of you would be kind of jostled in the back as the wheels hit the uneven terrain on each side of the path as Trace steers into the side. What do you guys do? Whoa, 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 Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, orc girl. What? What? What happened? You good? My name's Trace. You can call me Trace. Trace, you good? I'm doing fine. You don't? Just driving. I mean, like, if you call driving off the road driving, I mean, I don't think these wheels are equipped for, you know all-terrain vehicles well now do we want to stop in the middle of the forest or do we want to try to get to cross leon i would like to not be dead that's what i would like to not to do here how about this can someone else how about someone else takes a takes a little while so you can get some rest i am going to tell you guys that you are not in the forest anymore you're in the farmland that, that is between the forest and cross leon the farmers in that area commonly allow adventurers to use their safe farmland as rest stops. Is there a, a farmhouse like within seeing distance? Yeah, there's a farmhouse and a little bit beside it, there is an open and apparently seemingly empty-ish barn. Hey, uh, uh, you said your name's Trace? Right, Trace, Trace, yes. Um, why don't we go over there and borrow their barn to sleep in? And then we can make the rest of the journey home. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. All right, Leah, let's 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 just do that. Yeah, the the horses look tired. So Trace also looks tired. <laughs> I'm doing just fine, and I still look alive and would like to stay that way. <laughs> Are you guys just going into the barn, or is or is one of you going to go to the farmhouse to ask permission? I'll go ahead and do that. I have rustic hospitality. You gotta knock on the door and go, Hello, rustic <laughs> farm people. I am here to use your barn. I have rustic hospitality. And I grew up on a farm. It's in my backstory. Yeah, let, Tra- let Trace use rustic hospitality. Okay. okay. Bully me, okay. <laughs> Trace is a farm girl. This is her this is her backstory. How about we do this? Trace and Loden are going to go together. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm so here for this. I'm ready to see this happen. I'm just like watching intently from the cart because I want to see what happens. Yeah, El- Ella is just like has gotten the dragon heartstring out and is examining it again. I will get to that in just a second because yes, Loden and Trace, as you guys get up to the house, you can tell that there's a little bit of light from the inside, uh, but it looks more like night light sort of light. Who's going to knock on the door? Trace will. <laughs> All right. Okay. 
You knock on the door, and after a moment, you do hear movement from within the house, and a very tired-looking farmhand opens the door, and she rubs her eyes and, and looks at the both of you, and she looks back and forth between Trace back to Loden, and then her eyes kind of widen as she looks at Loden, and she blinks, and she says, Lord Greymane, um, how can I assist? Uh, yes, good woman folk. Um, <laughs> me and my companions would like to borrow your barn, if that is okay with you. This is like, I know I have a hard time with social interactions, but that's just really funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she used my proper title. Yeah, you know, <laughs> gotta <laughs> fancy it up. <laughs> as you're saying that, she's like nodding her head, and then she kind of glances over at Trace. She looks a little bit intimidated and slightly confused. L- Lord Grayman, I I wasn't aware that you were betrothed. Um, oh my god, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. No, 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 Cease is howling, howling, like yowling in the back, just laughing no. so hard. We, we're just, we're just, we're just friends. <laughs> wait, wait, Ella, Ella to Sneaks says, wait, he's, he's engaged? <laughs> I started laughing harder. No, 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 ma'am, no. <laughs> we're just, we're just here. We're just. This is a companion of mine. <laughs> a completely platonic companion. <laughs> the woman looks completely embarrassed, and she puts her hands to her face, like to her cheeks, and she's like, "Oh my goodness, I, I am so sorry. I, I shouldn't assume, um, especially since there was no announcement. So of course, obviously, you're not betrothed." yeah totally (laughs) finger pistols the fan club is preserved (laughs) (laughs) we would just if if we could we would just like to use your barn to rest we've been traveling for a day we're exhausted can we just rest maybe feed our horses the woman looks up at you trace and she seems kind of intimidated by you but like she warms up to you really quickly i wonder why (laughs) And she says, no, 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 please, of course, I, I would offer you my house, but it, it is quite dirty. I mean, the, the barn's not. And she just goes on a ramble about, like, apologizing that nothing is good enough. I shout, we'll take the barn. Yes, trust me. I grew up on a, I grew up on a farm, too. Don't worry. A little dirt does not bother me. And I'm sure Lord Greymane won't be bothered as well. <laughs> Why do I feel like there was a little bit of animosity coming from you? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yes, the, the the woman absolutely says says yes to the barn, and she offers for all of you to come to the house in the morning for breakfast. Ooh, free breakfast. Ooh, that sounds good. So yeah, you you guys have the barn. What you doing? I'm gathering some... Hey, and I'm gonna go crash on it. Lord Grayman? Like, I'm watching him, like, gather it off. You're gathering it, like, off of the floor, I'm assuming. Like, you just walked in. Yeah. Like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Lord Grayman? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you actually look over in the corners, there's, like, a pile of hay. And I, like, point to the back where they usually keep, like, the large piles of hay that they're like used to like distribute food among the horses oh no 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 this was gonna be my base layer i knew that exactly (laughs) right right (laughs) what noble worth of salt doesn't have a base layer of hay right (laughs) i mean for extra support and all that i just like find the nearest ladder and like go up to the second like to the loft to look for another pile of hay 
you all pretty easily find a place to hunker down and the horses both have their own little square of space to relax and sleep. So do you guys want to do anything before you go to bed? Oh, actually, Ella, you said you were looking at the Dragonheart string, correct? Yeah, I think she just kind of keeps peeking in the the bag because she's just like, there's this thing and it's, you know, it's not just like just an inanimate object. It's it's making some kind of, um, it, yeah, it's, it's like making itself known to me. Mm-hmm. So I think that she just can't stop like looking at it and fidgeting with it. Make an investigation check. That is... 15 plus 4, so 19. Okay. As you're looking at this string, you are noticing that the pulsing that you are feeling from it, the more you stare at it, the more it seems to match your own heartbeat. Oh. And you notice something else. It seems very familiar. Uh, You have a a lute, right? Or what do you have as your uh, musical... Thank yeah, a um, liar. She doesn't have a loot. Are you calling her a liar? <laughs> <laughs> we all get one. We all get one. <laughs> he already failed his deck save earlier. <laughs> it actually looks slightly different now than it did before. It seems to be identical to one of your liar strings. Huh. Before it was it was slightly thicker and longer. Now it seems to be the perfect width and perfect length to either add to your lyre or replace one of the strings with. I think I'll I think I'll replace probably one of the one of the strings on it. I don't know. I don't know how how I would choose, but I'm putting it on my lyre somehow. Okay. Are you going to do anything else with it or are you just going to put it on? Are you going to try like what, what do you want to do? You want Well, yeah, I'm going to try to strum it. Like put it, you know. Roll 2d6. Oh my goodness. That's a four and a six, so ten. When you strum it, you don't even seem to have to tune it. It just seems to automatically be in tune. Loden, Trace, and Seeks, you all have a D12 of unexpiring bardic inspiration. What? Oh my God. Forever bardic inspiration? Not forever, but I mean, like, typically bardic inspiration, I think, what, doesn't it expire after, like, ten minutes or something? Yeah, it has a pretty limited. It's like 10 minutes or the end of combat, I think. So you have a D12 of Bardic Inspiration, and it does not expire until you use it. Oh, damn. And Ella, you can see from your lyre, there are barely visible red strings. One goes to Seeks, one goes to Trace, and one goes to Loden. And you are hearing voices in your head now. Seeks, question for you. Mm-hmm. What is the most prominent thought in your head right now? Uh, it can be real simple. You don't have to delve deep into it. If you're hungry, it can be like, oh, I'm hungry. It was. Well, it's like I was writing in my journal, but I've been like trying to think about like how to approach Trace like the whole ride back and then before. So like that's like been in the forefront of my mind is like I want to talk to Trace, but I don't know how to talk to Trace. So Ella, you would know somehow. That Seeks is trying to find a way to talk to Trace. Trace, what is on the forefront of your mind? Honestly, Trace is just a bit... She's very tired and a bit stressed, I say would be the good word. She's she's feeling almost like a discouraged type of stress. Okay. Loden, what's in the forefront of your mind? Probably uh, being called out like he was by the uh, the lady in the house and also... Missing Carl. Oh, that's so wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's kind of embarrassed about being called Lord Greymane, 
trying like he it doesn't really bother him but the way like the party reacted oh. kind of, yeah oh, um, no. i'm i'm a lord haha but yeah oh <laughs> no like, I feel bad now. I do kind of feel like a douche, but I just thought it was so funny, like how you were like stammering and like not handling the situation. I was like, "Hey, y'all don't know he's embarrassed." I was like, "I'm not the only person who fucks this up." (laughs) This is nice. So Ella, Uh as quickly as it came, and as quickly as you seem to absorb this information, the voices go away, and you're left with what was on the very tip top of their minds and then nothing else and those red strings that seem to be connecting your liar to your new companions are no longer visible whoa hey seeks uh-huh how are you going to approach trace so i think uh seeks even though she's like you know she's tired from like the journey but she wasn't necessarily like extremely spent like the way that trace was because she didn't she didn't get in the action as much when it came to like sustaining damage and so uh she's just been kind of like doing her like little end of the day like ritual or routine where she just writes down in this journal that she has like as updated and as detailed as possible and when she gets to agnes and what she heard about agnes being gone and how trace reacted and how she wasn't really sure what to say like she just kind of is like going around in circles about it and so she just kind of waits until everyone starts to fall asleep and she goes over to where trace set up her sleeping stuff real quick sorry sorry to interrupt you're good while you were writing in your journal make a perception check okay i'm willing to keep the role if wild magic occurs, just because I'm here for it. <laughs> because it rolled off the table. Okay. I'm here for it. If you want to do it, I just want to see what happens because I'm curious. And it was a 15 and I rolled an 8 on my second roll on the table. <laughs> okay, this is, this is not where I thought we would. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to do it, it's okay. And I'll take the 8 total from my table roll. Uh, no, I actually, I kind of like the, uh, this 15. <laughs> I, I do want to give this to Just because I need to know. The player needs to know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, choose a number between, uh, one and three. Oh, God. Uh, 1.113. I'm going to say three. Why not? It's a magic number. Oh, God. Um... Hey, Loden. Oh, no. <laughs> Am I a potted plant? The spell fly has been cast on you. <laughs> Levicorp. Right? You are, I guess, laying in your pile of multi-layered hay. And you feel yourself lifting up off of the hay. And you... Uh, you're not really sure what's going on. What do you do? Guys? Guys! <laughs> oh my god, what did I do? What is going on? Does Seeks know that she did this, or is she just writing in her journal? With that 15, you notice that, just for a second, the ink coming out of your pen turns red and shimmery, and then goes black again, 
and just this little spark comes out of the end of your quill, and suddenly you hear Loden saying, guys? Help! I run over to the edge of the loft, and I, like, pop my head over the side, and I go, yes, Malo- Oh. <laughs> Help! Oh! <laughs> Uh, hold on. Don't freak out. Stop. Don't panic. Uh, don't panic. This is not Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> I actually have read that. It's actually quite an interesting manual about traveling around Cross Leon. But <laughs> she's right. I think I only got a partial copy, though, because they ripped out the part about pancakes. Oh, um, God. I love pancakes. It was weird. Anyway, um, I'm getting I'm I think I'm sidetracking. Uh, let me I'm. I'll be right down. And I just like literally just launch myself off the side of the loft <laughs> and just like come down. Um, I think I can uh hold on. I think I have a thing in the in the book for this. I think I have a book for this. And she starts just like going through her bag. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to see if I can cast dismiss magic. I want to see if that's a level spell for me. Oh, it's third level and it's Dispel Magic. I'm like, I can't do that yet! Uh, hey, Seeks. Yes? In your panic, roll a uh, constitution. Ah, fuck. Fifteen. Whoops. <laughs> Plus four is a nineteen. Okay. Um, it takes about ten minutes. <laughs> he just, like, falls back to the ground after ten minutes and... You are now safe. <laughs> okay, that was that was a uh, fun. Let's not ever do that again. Okay. I didn't do it. I didn't do nothing. Shh. It's sleepy time. Ella one hundred percent thinks that she did this with her with the, the dragon heart string. Like she is just like, uh. Does Deeks know that this happened? She just knows about the ink, right? She doesn't know that she did this. <laughs> she saw that spark fly out of the end of her quill. Oh. Oh. So the funny thing about this is that the thing that I rolled on the wild magic table is cast fly on a random creature uh, around you. One of the components is a wing feather from any bird, and it came off of your feather quill. Oh, <laughs> uh, do, do I put that together? Does that end up somewhere in my brain? Make an intelligence roll. Oh, good. I'm not very good at that. Uh, 18, 19. Shit. <laughs> so you put two and two together, oh, fuck. and you realize that that was probably what happened. You felt that surge of magic, you saw that spark, and Loden, unfortunately, was <laughs> on the receiving end. It's it's sleepy time, Lord Greyman, and I, like, tuck him in with a blanket, <laughs> and I go, shh. You put a pillow <laughs> over his face, you press down until he comes. I do. <laughs> no, 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 You no. smother him. In silence. <laughs> I put the pillow under his head. This is turn down service, my lord. Just it's it's all good. Hey, Loden, you want to roll insight? <laughs> <laughs> Why is she being so nice to me? I don't understand. And Seek's roll deception. Roll deception? Yep. Nine plus five is 14. So 18 plus three. <laughs> <laughs> Seeks, you are trying real hard to not at all be guilty about this. Loden, you know for sure that Seeks cast that spell, whether accidentally or on purpose. <laughs> I'm just gonna like glare at her. <laughs> I smile sheepishly and I go, it was an accident, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna turn over. I'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh what do you guys do now? 
That was a great detour. I love that. Oh my god. I'm just gonna sleep. In my head, like Seeks is defeated. Like she was trying so hard to have a heart to heart with Trace. And she just feels like now is like literally the worst time to do it. I will admit, Trace was just watching that and she was like, am I dreaming? (laughs) And now I'm like, if I go over there, Trace is going to hate me. She's going to be freaked out. Like, I don't, I don't, and I just like go, okay, I just, I go back to my journal (laughs) and I rip a page out of the back of the journal and I like scribble on it like I write on it like really really quickly so like the writing is a lot larger and like less methodical like it's still readable it just kind of looks more like artistic because it's just moving really quickly right yeah so she writes this and then she starts like furiously shaking the paper (laughs) and this is like while everyone else is asleep like she's still seething over this and then uh she folds it in half writes Trace's name on it and like goes over to where Trace is sleeping and, like, sticks it in her pack, like, so she can see it in the morning. Does Trace wake up at any of this? I was gonna say, Trace, are you asleep? Are you actually asleep at this point? Because I am very curious as to what, because I, the player, am very curious as to what Seeks wanted to know, could I say, because I, in my head, I have a justifiable reason for why Trace would not be sleeping very heavily tonight. That is fair. Should I roll perception? Uh, yeah. Go ahead, actually. I'm, like, super frustrated. I'm not trying to be sneaky. Yeah, I was gonna say that. (laughs) That narratively works. It's an 11 plus 5, so 16. You feel the creak of the loft floorboards, and you've been adventuring for a while. You're very good with your surroundings. You can tell that something has... (laughs) The the energies have been shifted in your vicinity. (laughs) I feel a disturbance in the force. (laughs) I like the thing that Trace, like, just opens an eye and sees Seek with, like, her hand, like, reaching out to her pack. And she's like, hey, you good? Hey! (laughs) I thought you were sleeping! Well, you know... I felt the energy shift around me. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you weren't exactly super stealthy about it. So, what's up? Here. And I just, like, thrust my hand out and wave the little paper. Uh, she, like, stares at it for just a second before, like, slowly accepting it. Like, is this a bad thing? I love her. Like, what's what's this? And, like, Seeks is, like, super sheepish because she's, like, my, the, like, this is, like, not, like, okay, Seeks rehearsed this in her head and she had it down and now she doesn't have it down because be- that was before Loden got freaking levitated for, like, 15 minutes and scared the crap out of everybody. And so now that, like, all of the rehearsing that she did to, like, prepare herself for what was about to, like, the conversation is gone. It's all gone. So she just, like, flops on the floor and she's, like, really frustrated. And she says, I've been trying to talk to you since you heard, you know, about Agnes. Right. And I'm not very good at comforting people especially people I don't know very well but you seemed really sad and I don't want you to be sad because you're right we don't know what happened to Agnes 
and I can't tell you that it's gonna be okay and that she might be alive and I I can't and she like looks around furtively and then she like leans into Trace and she goes I'm not a very good liar (laughs) so I can't lie to you about like I can't comfort you by you know saying it's gonna be okay and she might be in a better place but you want to find out what happened to her right well yes overall yes i would like to know what happened it's it's not it's weird you know because like it's not like i barely knew her it's not like i was like it's not like we had some type of connection but when you're trying really hard to help people and be a hero you could say it's very frustrating and upsetting when it doesn't work out i know it's childish to say but it's just frustrating you could say yeah i i can understand how frustrating especially when you kind of didn't really get to say goodbye you know it was more like a see you later and like as Seeks is saying this she's kind of like thinking about how she actually didn't say anything when the prince left like when Toby left and she's like yeah that sucked a lot so who knows maybe the real Agnes is alive in Cross Leon maybe there was no real Agnes and it was just a lich which would be kind of fucked up and maybe the real Agnes is dead which would be very fucked up but we'll we just we'll just have to check and cross Leon, I guess. I'm gonna help you. Thank you. That that's very kind of you, Seeks. No, like <laughs> so my name isn't just Seeks. Um, I don't know you very, very well, but I feel like this is important information for you to know right now. Um, my name is Scroll Seeker of the Misty Mountains. Finding out shit is like my whole thing. I don't like to leave things like unanswered and especially knowing that you want to know, it makes me want to know more. So I'm going to help you with whatever resources I can. I'm, I'm going to help you figure out what happened to Agnes or if Agnes is even a real person. Thank you. So, I mean, that's pretty much what I was going to say. The letter sounds a little bit more irritable because I was frustrated. <laughs> and so it really just says, I'll help you figure out Agnes. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> you did good, Seeks. This is a good conversation. And I know that sounds ungrateful, but I'm just really fucking tired. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna... And she just, like, leaves. And I don't think Seeks sleeps. Like, too much has happened. And she's probably trying to process it all. And so she probably just ends up, like, writing the night away with this weird fucking pen that made somebody fly. As long as you are, like, resting and not doing anything, like, strenuous and attempting to rest, I'll give you the long rest. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just sitting writing. Yeah, that's right. Trying to see if the thing does the thing again. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. That was weird. Keeps writing. (laughs) I am going to tell you that... While your plan is to write the night away, at some point you find yourself asleep. 
you don't know how you honestly really didn't feel tired. You didn't feel tired enough to go to sleep. It was almost as if a spell was cast over you. I mean, it wasn't. That you know of. All four of you find yourself in a long hall. The walls are covered in bookshelves, and the ceiling is arched and tall and covered in gorgeous paintings, and there are stained glass windows in every direction. Something behind you speaks. You can't hear what it's saying. And as you turn, you barely catch the glimpse of a humanoid figure. And you wake up. And the fire completely engulfs Agnes. Toasty. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Big oof. (laughs) The real Agnes would have been able to avoid that. And that's how we know that. (laughs) 